0: Join Charles Comer and Jane Spencer as they dive headfirst into the chaotic world of Saturday college football games, dissecting all the jaw-dropping upsets and sharing their unfiltered opinions. They're here to give you the inside scoop on all the exhilarating twists and turns that make college football so unpredictable on the Over Under podcast. In three, two, one. All righty. It has been a minute. We have been gone. We have taken a little break. Get ourselves together because it's going to be a packed show today. As always, it's yours truly, Charles Comer and James Spencer. What's up? up? On the Over and Under Podcast. James, how has life been? Hey, you know, it's been rough. Worked whooping my
1: ass the past few weeks. And plus with, what's it called, the uh, holidays and shit? Tough. Were Tough you business.
0: Uh, were you good this year? Did Santa bring you a lot of presents or what?
1: Uh I got money and then a laptop. So I guess so. Never, I did this I did some right.
0: You can never go wrong with a little bit of cash, you know? A little yeah, bit of cash. I need that. What about you? You get good stuff? Nah, I spent a lot of money. I can tell you <laughs> that <laughs> I didn't get <laughs> anything. Really? No. Nah, nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Boy, boy, boy. They got That's they got me showing up. That's about it. Boy said, if I'm here, the party's rocking. right. There you go. Now I got my um I got my girl a purse and some glasses. I gave everybody else money because I was mm-hmm. there. and I got um I got a lot actually to be honest with you. I got like these bracelets I've been wanting and then a couple other things I forgot. But what I didn't forget is we had a football season still. Really? We are a bowl season. And we had a lot of games. You had Arizona versus Oklahoma, USC versus Louisville. You had the big games like Ohio State versus Missouri, Auburn versus Maryland, and, you know, Ole Miss versus that Penn State nitty lines. Yep. But we're going to get right into it. Arizona versus Oklahoma. Coming into this game, we expected to see a pretty high score per game. The over and under was 59 and a half points. They were playing in the Alamo Dome, so the weather wasn't going to be a big factor in this game. Arizona, number 17 in offense. Oklahoma, number five. Arizona average games 454 yards. Oklahoma coming into this game averaging 503 yards per game. However, your boy wasn't here. Dylan Gabriel wasn't here. Mm-hmm. You know, the Jeff Levy, the offensive coordinator, wasn't there. So the masterminds of the Oklahoma offense wasn't there. And more than likely, they're... Their offensive line wasn't there at all. So, how this game played out, how did how did you feel that the performance of Arizona and Oklahoma? Boy, it was a shootout for a while. Yeah. I wasn't – to be honest, I
1: know everybody's saying, like, it's going to be a high school game. I didn't think – because you know when people say that, it's not going to be that? Yeah. Nah, they was out there slinging it. It didn't matter if they was throwing picks, fumbling the ball. They was just out there. Just risking it all for the bowl game. And I mean, it was a good game. Out of all the games, probably my favorite one to watch because it was just going, just going. And what's it called? The quarterback from Oklahoma, Seb Arnold. Arnold. Hey, Oklahoma might have somebody going into the SEC. You think they got somebody? I think they might, bro. He, He didn't look bad at all. He didn't look bad. He threw four picks. Or three, like I said a minute ago, they were they both quarterbacks were out there slinging it, bro. I just—I just watched these highlights a second ago, and they were both slinging the ball, both throwing picks. So I mean, it is what it is with that. I mean, it's the last last game of the season, so they just, I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm not going—I'm not going
0: to the draft or nothing. So both of them out there just going crazy. So I think I was more impressed with. Fafita. Well, I could let me say this. I was more impressed with Fafita because during the whole like broadcast, they were saying like he's so undersized, right? Like he's Mm -hmm. like five, I think it's like five nine, right? Most quarterbacks are like six one, six two. But I didn't know McMillan and him were like close since high school. Like they've been buddies since high school. That connection, like he was throwing the ball, and McMillan wasn't even out of routes yet. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all been throwing the ball since like in the backyard, you know." Yeah, since they were small. Yeah, since they were small. Like this was a trust thing, right? Yeah. Uh, overall, I thought Oklahoma's defense played well until the offensive line of Arizona finally got the uh, the schemes they were running because they were running a lot of twists in the middle. Yeah, and they were killing Fafita. Fafita got sacked like five times. Oh yeah, he was. He was, I was back just there. like. I was yeah, like, can you yeah. help him? Can you help yeah. him please? <laughs> I was like, can we block the middle? They're running the same scheme. They're running yeah. the the twist in the middle. Either they're running with the linebacker or they're running it with the one and two technique. I was like, yeah. can we can we get this? Can we get this corrected? Even um, even with that, bro,
1: like he only threw one pick, even with all that pressure on his face. That, I don't know how he took some he hits. Yeah, but he didn't turn over the ball. He just a lot. It's just that one interception. But with all of them like just in his face the whole game, I'm surprised he didn't throw more or or fumble the ball. Like that's crazy. That was on his ass.
0: So with Arizona going into the Big Twelve next year, I think they're going to be one of the favorites to win. Because oh yeah, a lot of people are coming. Uh, most of their team is coming back mm-hmm. now. Oklahoma going into the SEC with a new, experienced quarterback, mm-hmm. a new offensive line, a new offensive coordinator. Listen, eh, it ain't looking well. You don't think? No, Sam Arnold threw, listen, he threw four picks with three picks. He fumbled twice. No, he fumbled once and lost the fumble. But Faruk, did, you see,
1: did you see those picks, though?
0: I did. Some, some, some of them weren't even his fault. You threw them. <laughs> you cannot put
1: that, like, on you the threw on receiver.
0: Okay, oh. listen, I guess I can't put that on the receiver But at the same time, I said, I I guess you can put that on the receiver. But at the same time, it's like throwing a 50-50 ball, right? You know you got that guy, right? Uh, I don't think – I think you had Stoops and Farouk who were the really wide receivers that stayed that didn't opt out for this game. Farouk fumbled twice. I was so happy I didn't bet on him because I was Mm -hmm. like, listen. And he fumbled on the – he was running to the goal line. They were in the red zone. I was like, sir, if I would have had a touchdown, anytime, touchdown for you, I would have threw my phone and had to get a new one, <laughs> right? Because that's crazy. But the overall, I think it was mostly with the play calling because with Jeff Levy there, I think Jeff Levy had more quick routes. You know how, like, Oregon runs, like, the quick routes, quick screens and everything, like, with Stoops and all that, and they didn't have that. Their running game wasn't bad. Their, yeah. They didn't have a bad running game. Boom. But going into next season, I mean, we got spring ball, so I guess they'll get better. They got to get an offensive line because they lost everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, but even with that, they they didn't look super bad at all. And like you said, the run game, what's his name? Sawchuck or whatever, Gavin? Yeah. He ran Sawchuck. for 134. I mean, mm-hmm. it, that's not bad at all. Oh, and real quick, shout out to Brandon Thompson, number 15 that caught the ball. He's a West Texas dude out of Spearman, like, really down the road. Oh, really? Baller at Oklahoma, yeah. He went to Texas for a little bit, then he transferred to Oklahoma. So, shout out to him. Mm, transferred to Texas the other there. side. West Texas out there balling. But other than that, I mean, to me, they didn't look super bad on offense and defense. But the with the interceptions and stuff, they got to just clean that up. And what's his name? Arnold? He, for not, like, playing half the season, not even, I mean... Yeah, it was his name out there, Dylan. He didn't play super bad. I know he threw those three picks, but like I think two of those weren't even his fault. Like receiver just got hit and threw up the ball and they just took it. And but if they clean it up, I think Oklahoma will be okay. And again, like you said, we gotta get in, they gotta get in the offensive line and um, go from there, especially going into the SEC. They're gonna have to figure that
0: out because that man is gonna be fighting quick. for his life over there and get quick. <laughs> yeah. Imagine they gotta go to old miss with old miss all of the new transfers. Mm-hmm. and they so, got to go play, right? Yep. So, so do you think it was a good decision to let Dylan Gabriel go and keep Arnold? Yeah, I think so. I mean, what's it called? Um, I mean,
1: he's like, what, a sophomore or something?
0: What is it? Yeah, he's a sophomore. So I so, think the the risk was if they let if they kept Dylan Gabriel one more year, mm-hmm. that Arnold would enter the transfer portal because they didn't see, like, they weren't going to let him have, like, a full three years under the program. He had already sat one. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, in my opinion, I
1: think they they did the right thing. I mean, shout shout out to Dylan going to Oregon or whatever, but uh, I think they'll be okay with Arnold going into the SEC.
0: I hope so because if they not, I'm not letting Oklahoma's Twitter live that down. I promise you, right? I'm not letting them live that down. Going into our next game, when we talk about quarterback play, we talked about Noah Fafita right being mm-hmm. undersized and taking hits and being a, being a great player in this game. Tim Arnold. Not having such a great game, but he has his ceiling, his ceiling is really high, right? He has yeah. a high ceiling. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're new, but I got a little, a little take about this USC quarterback. Oh, you know, Miller Moss, yeah. you know, they're calling him Miller Tom already. Yeah. Uh, my key takeaways let me, let me just say, USC defense is going to be way better next season. Mm-hmm. I saw tackling way being, being way more efficient. I saw the D linemen actually getting off their blocks, actually filling gaps, right? Now, Louisville did have a good running back, but at the same time, you know, you got a new defense coordinator. A lot of players opted out. They tackled well because during the season, they was was not tackling a soul out there. A fly could have got through that thing. You know what I mean? Like, it was crazy. But hear me out. You see Moss Miller, and you think – Miller Miller, Miller yeah. I, You see Miller time. I'm gonna just call him Miller time to keep double this M, record, right? Double M, yeah. <laughs> double M, yeah. That's what we're gonna call it. Double M. You see him out there. Kind of struggles in the first, you know, first quarter, which is expected because you haven't played a you haven't played a single play all yeah. season. Caleb really been having it because they look, USC was fighting for their life all season. Mm-hmm. You sat behind Caleb. Well, sorry, you sat behind Arnold, I mean, Jackson Dart, when Jackson Dart transferred out to Ole Miss, Lincoln Riley comes in, he brings in Caleb, you sit behind Caleb, and you still stay, you don't transfer out, and you get your opportunity, right? You get your opportunity to really showcase what you have, and you break the guaranteed rate bowl record, 22 or 33, 370 yards, and six touchdowns. Here's my take. Lincoln Riley creates quarterbacks. The system that Caleb Williams was in is the reason he was good. I don't think Caleb Williams is actually that guy. Well, we've been saying that. that he's No, like, you've been saying that. Oh, I mean, you.
1: Oh, now it's just, just
0: you. It's just you saying that. Oh, that's crazy. Just
1: you. Okay. Okay. I, whatever. But, yeah. I mean, Lincoln Riley has always been a quarterback guru going back to Pat Mahomes, even in Houston. I forgot who the quarterback was over there. But, yeah, I mean, he's always been good with quarterbacks and everything. It's just the system and defense, too, is just kind of just shoddy. But, hey, quarterback, no, he can develop quarterbacks really well. But um, it's just with this, too, I feel like he let them just go out there and just ball out. Like, there wasn't no just, hey, don't run this. Because those shots they were taking, they were just slinging that shit. So, I mean, I think they just opened up the playbook for him just to see what he has and see what he can do out there. And good for him because, I mean, he showed what, what he's capable of in a bowl game. Like, he hasn't played all season, like you said, and he just goes out there, throws six touchdowns, breaks the record. Man, kudos to him for real, for real, for real. And you saying people out. Uh, Tosh Washington, he declared for the NFL draft, didn't knock out the game, and he scored two touchdowns with 99 yards. He didn't have to play at all. No, like, he, he did he But he wanted to go out there and just – play one more time under that those USC uniforms and ball out. So kudos to him too just actually want to go play. But um back to double M, hey, they might <laughs> have something M- M- They might M- have something M- else going M- going into next year. <laughs> the way he performed out there. If they open up the playbook like this all the time like just let them go out there and ball I, USC could be really good, but just like during the season like they they would go out there and they they had like their plays or whatever but i feel like they didn't open it all the way to completely if that makes sense cuz Caleb would put up numbers but it wasn't just down the field throws all the time there was a I few think... here it was a few here and there but this they were just throwing that downfield at almost every play just slinging that shit so i mean They got if they do that, I think they'll be okay. But also, they don't have any kind of defense, so they got to figure that side out too.
0: I think Double M, you feel me, is (laughs) is a more traditional USC quarterback. When you Mm, think of the USC quarterbacks, right? He's gonna stand in the pocket. He's not gonna run. He's gonna go through his reads, and if he can fit it, if he can fit that ball in there, if he could drop Mm -hmm. it down, because there's one ball he. The interception. It was it the interception?
1: Because like he because. you know, when you in basketball, you, you're feeling yourself. Let me let me heat check real quick. Yeah, he yeah. To, but... He tried to fit that into that corner, but he threw it, like, way behind him and got picked off. I was like, okay, yeah. I see. He was he was just checking it real quick. But, yeah, that that play right there is just like, yeah, he still kind of has figured out a few things. I mean, he still played play pretty well. He just threw it that one pick, but I get what you're saying on that part.
0: With Miller Moss having mm-hmm. a great game, right? Yeah. And then William Howard transferring in from Kansas State. Mm-hmm. What are what are we filling for USC's quarterback room next next year? Are we are we saying that hey, Mill Moss put up six TDs with you know everybody? There's some opt outs that happened on USC except for the the wide receiver you're talking about is going to the NFL yeah. coming in next year. USC didn't have the best recruiting class; mm-hmm. transfer class was I believe below average. So with going into next season and they're going to the Big Ten. The Big Ten plays a better defense. We'll get on that later because I think that's full of shit. But um, what do we feel like? Are are we saying, yeah, William Howard can come in and, you know, get some play time? Or do we think Double M, Miller Moss can really take that position and William Howard just transferred for no reason? That's tough. Just because, I mean, he didn't play
1: all season and then he does that. Is it a fluke? Mm. Or is he capable of that every game? I mean, not six touchdowns every game, but playing to that high level every game. And then we got this transfer coming in as well, has, has played well for Kansas State. I think it's just going to be more of a competition come, come time for spring ball and everything, and then go from there. Because, like I said, he's he hasn't played a lot this season. He he performed well in here, but he struggled a little bit at the beginning. I think it's just going to be more of a competition of, when we'll comes spring ball, if the Duke can perform well in spring ball and do the things that they need to do, I think he will be a starter. But if he gets in his head with, oh, they still got this transfer coming in, am I ever going to play or not? It could be kind of shaky, and he might lose his spot if that happens. But, I mean, it's going to be great competition come spring ball in summer to go into, going into the Big Ten because, like you said, defense over
0: there, they got to figure yeah, it out. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But listen, right, so say he doesn't get this starting position. I think transfer. this game, it's put him high on the transfer portal for next year. Because yeah. I think I think people got to understand we're in a whole different area of college football. It's not like mm-hmm. a dude's going to throw six touchdowns and break a record and then like, all right, you bring a transfer in, I'll sit and wait another year.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: No, for sure. That, that, that quarterback last night with a little more development, can mm. can win you some big games. Can definitely yeah. get a, a nice NIL bag, you know, 700 yeah. maybe to you know, a million, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he definitely, his stock went up. I think Lincoln Riley knows that. And if William Howard comes in next season, if he does get to start, but let's say they go to Ohio State and he throws three picks. Oh, mm. Miller, it's Miller time, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's time. So that'll be an interesting development to see what happens. I'll be keeping a close eye on that during the offseason. And it's just, too, like, you're you're changing conferences.
1: And it's not like the Pac-12 are just you're going to be out there just slinging it and everything. It's going to be more of a a competition because you got Oregon and Washington following you right behind you. And if you perform like you did in the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, you have to find some type of spark. And I don't know. For me, personally, I would go into the season with Miller as a starter. And see how people he performs, and I mean, if he's performing well, then sorry, William. I mean, sorry, you transferred over here for nothing. But it is what it is. This dude, he knows the system already. He performed well here, and he's only going to get better. He only, he only threw one interception. He's only going to get better. They so, paid I mean,
0: William though. They paid him. I know well, he, but he got same, paid. I, that's that's that. You're at a business yeah. table now. You know what I mean? Like at the same, same time
1: we... though, but like you, should you have not made that move? Yes, I don't know. Well, you I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just saying, just like going in retrospective, just like after this, just like should we have made that move or should we just like, hey, bro, sorry, we can go somewhere else. Cause now going into spring ball in the summer, you don't know what who to start now. You're gonna it's gonna be a battle, cause one guy he's already been there for a year, two years. He mm-hmm. knows the system. He's thrown for six. So you see what he can do. And and, and then you have somebody coming coming in from a. Gotta learn the system, gotta figure out your receivers. And you know, you know how a quarterback gotta break in just with like transferring to another school. So I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be something crazy going into next year. And if I'm Miller and they just like, hey bro, sorry, I'm out, I'm transferring, sorry, because my, my sock is up here now. You not see what I just did? I'm I would leave. If that's the case. We paid this guy, he's gonna come in, he's gotta be the starter. What am I here for?
0: Well, I be getting paid? I'm going to a chance. Soon as they yeah. start the season, you're not to start. That's that, Don't worry about it, pimp. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So I got a I got a Auburn on the line because they need a quarterback. Oh, Let, yeah. let's let's go ahead and get that because the Maryland Auburn game. Listen, James, I need <laughs> to do a deep, deep research study on the SEC versus Big Ten teams in this bowl season, right? Because yeah. sometimes it's not a challenge and then on the other hand it looks like the SEC is not the best conference in college football. Maryland absolutely bullied Hugh Freeze, the head coach for Auburn from start to finish. To be honest, I don't think Auburn has had a worse three-game look on like a three games, like a three-game like, one, two, three games in a row because you lost. You paid New Mexico State $1.5 million to come play at your house. You lost. You made David Pavia look like he was an all-star. You go to the Iron Bowl. You're winning. You're winning in the Iron Bowl on a fourth and a prayer. A fourth and a prayer, Jalen Milrow throws the ball to Isaiah Bond in the back of the end zone. Done. You come into this game your version, Maryland. They don't have their their starting quarterback. All right. Mm-hmm. Two is done. Two is going to the NFL. Whatever he wants to do. Right. Yeah. Mostly everybody on your on your squad, except some QI receivers, are there. But you still got your starting running back. You still got your starting quarterback. Offensive line is there. Defense is is there. Right. Yeah. There's no reason that Maryland 76 Maryland should be bullying you 21-0 in the first quarter. Are you serious? And listen, Billy Edwards was six for twenty. I was about to bring that up. Was like, he bro, was bro six for good. Bro didn't even they he was six for twenty and then they bought Cameron Edge and he was four for six. They each had a touchdown. Billy was six for twenty, 126 yards, bro. You're telling me a Maryland team that was below average, below average, came in and spanked. An SEC team that was beating Alabama, how am I judging that on the scale now? Yeah, right. How am I judging that on the scale? Auburn should listen. I know it's huge freeze, first season at Auburn. I'm gonna give him slack for being his first season, right? Yeah. If we go into next year and they lose another bowl game to or a playoff game to a Big Ten team or a bowl game, whatever happens next year, he needs to go. That's not our Yes, listen, listen. You don't on the first year, you don't almost beat Alabama, lose a one point five million dollar game to New Mexico State, go into a bowl game against a seven and five or yeah, seven yeah, seven and five Maryland, and lose, get bullied, right? Come in next season, have a top recruiting class, a good transfer portal. In the SEC, it's gonna be hard to make the playoffs because there's gonna be a lot of the teams. But let's say you make a good bowl game and it's against a Big Ten team. Let's say, I don't know, Purdue, right? Let's say Purdue or Indiana. Let's just say Indiana makes it. God forbid you lose to Indiana. Yeah, you're an embarrassment. This is—we're we're talking about the Auburn where Cam Newton played. We're talking about the Auburn that returned the kick and beat Alabama in the last seconds. You're a disgrace you, to the program. You—you you say that? The, I'm looking at the Auburn was six and six. Melon seventy five. I mean, Melon. You six back. and six in the SEC is different. It's um, different than seventy five so, in, in okay. the Big Ten. Oh, listen, my bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. you gotta understand, okay. right? I'm I'm a Texas fan. I'm a SEC. Fan, you know oh, Big Twelve right. over here anymore. All know? right, we're SEC biased over here. If everybody didn't know, Charles Comer is an SEC biased. Right? Yeah, you can't compete with them boys, right? Unless you're Kentucky, because God. But yeah, whatever. Maryland's trending up. Trending up, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even, with that, even with
1: that, with that quarterback play,
0: he played, he played bad, but the whole team rallied to get to him, and they got it done. They didn't make mistakes as a team, right? They got a good coach. A lot more people are coming into the Big Ten next year, but I think they're trending up now. Am I saying they're gonna make it to the playoffs? Absolutely not, but. Can they steal a game? Maybe next year. Yeah, I think they can steal a game, a game or two. Right? I think they're trending down. It trending important. down. Yeah. Tua wasn't. Yeah. Tua wasn't amazing, bro. Like he was. He wasn't his than, brother. He was better than this. 16? Well, yeah, he started all year.
1: Okay, we were just talking about the other dude that didn't start all year.
0: He look, Who he Arnold. Did. Yeah, no, double M. Nah, it's but it's, okay, okay. Let's go. No, okay. no, 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 okay, no, okay, no, okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. It is right. It is right. It is the same thing. Okay, I can't argue with that. It is, yeah, I'm going to give you exactly. that. It is the same thing. It is exactly. the same thing. So, okay, you say they're trending down. I see potential. I think Billy Edwards Jr.'s ceiling is high. And they got another quarterback, Cameron Edge, right? Miller Moss ceiling is, is high, but more than likely, he's going to transfer out, right? So. If this, if we're if we're talking about quarterbacks to show their stock in the transfer portal, double Miller Moss did well. Billy Edwards is a Maryland quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cameron Hayes yeah. is a Maryland quarterback. They're not yeah. a USC quarterback. You know what I mean? It's it's a different caliber. Okay. You don't. It's a different. To me, it's a I'm, different caliber. Right? I'm but, I'm not even gonna argue with you. All right, what Let me, <laughs> whatever. Goes on like Maryland go like zero and five. And six and <laughs> I, I see a trend down, but whatever you A trend say. down? You know, next year, when we start up next year and we get to pick, we're going to go through all the conference on the team, trend, like how many wins they'll have and everything. I want to see what Maryland is predicted to win. I want to Six see and six. It. I'll say it right now. Six and six? Nah, I was so, nah, nah. Eight and four. Eight and four. Eight and four. Eight and four. I'm telling you, bro, it's, you listen, there's going to be a lot of teams that got to go play Oregon and Washington <laughs> and you at UCLA that are going to come into Maryland the next week banged up, sad, down in the dumps. And Maryland's going to be like, all right, here's our opportunity. Let's steal this game. Let's run it up. Let's run it up. And they're going to do that. Yeah, I think they're going to do that. Maybe 8-4 mm-hmm. and four is a stretch. Let me go 7-5. Just be safe. So That's the same, year.
1: same thing as this year.
0: That's my ticket. It's 7-5 right there. So, same thing as this year. That's what they were this year, 75. But, yeah, like, Maryland, I think Maryland will trend up. I think they'll be okay. Uh, what we need to be worried about for Auburn is Peyton Thorne. I don't think he should be the starter next year, for sure. I don't think he's that guy. What, you think they should get a transfer or something, or what? Maybe William Howard can go down there? Cause, nah. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, I think it's maybe too late to get a, a high-caliber Transfer quarterback, Mm -hmm. I mean, K.J. Jefferson is still available from Arkansas. That's the only guy I can pretty think of. But other than that, I mean.
1: What about McMillan and Fafita end up dipping?
0: McMillan and Auburn White, he could fit. They're losing like four receivers. So, yeah, he could fit. I don't know about Noah Fafita in that huge free system, though. Maybe, but just I don't think they to leave Arizona. I don't think I don't know why leave, why leave Arizona go to the toughest conference and then we go to the Big 12 and probably run it up. Money, you have no, I mean, the Big 12 got cash too. The Big 12, I mean, they
1: go I'm just 12. saying, I don't it probably won't happen. I'm just throwing that out there.
0: If it does just say they did go to let's say either Auburn, LSU, or what was the uh, what's the other school that was interested in them? Auburn, LSU, USC. He can't go to USC. Now let's say you can't go to USC. McMillan could go to USC. Yeah. But if it's a duo package, it's just like we either both go or we or we both stay. LSU could be good. A&M could be amazing for A&M because I don't think they have a quarterback in that room that's going to do well. Either yeah, kind of Wigman coming back, I don't think he's going to be well. Uh, I don't know. I think they should stay in Arizona. I think they should run it up in the Big 12 next year. I have them favorite to win the Big 12 next year for sure. Okay. You think I have Colorado, but no, sir. I have Arizona. <laughs> I'm, not
1: I'm
0: not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. No, we're gonna we're gonna tap this old Miss game first, and we're gonna save the Missouri and Ohio State game for last because we because <laughs> you got a lot of explaining to do. You got a lot. I, of explaining. I
1: gotta explain you to do.
0: got explaining
1: I, to do. I'm not out there coaching, bro. But I can whatever you say.
0: You was capping for him though. You was capping earlier this season.
1: Go ahead with the Ole Miss because I, I I got something to say too. Whatever. Okay.
0: So Ole Miss plays Penn State yesterday. Lane Kiffin, um, not a coach for known for winning the big games or basically choking in the big games. He lost to uh, Georgia this season. Lost to Alabama. Those are only two losses they had. They went ten and two. First ten win season uh, Ole Miss has had in a while. Um. Jackson Dart looks well. Quinton Jenkins. I didn't know he was that small. My girl actually pointed that out to me yesterday when watching mm-hmm. the game. She was like, "He's small." I was like, "But he's quick." Yeah. Listen to me. The first in. quarter, I was yelling at the TV because they were running a three-man front. They were on a it was a three-three stack, right? And Penn State was running the ball. Like, it was crazy. They were slicing and dicing them up like a cheesecake on a Sunday afternoon at the Cheesecake Factory, all right? I'm yelling at the TV. I'm like, if you do not go ahead and put seven in the box. yeah, Put seven in the box. I'm tired of the bull. Put seven in the box or they're about to win. They're about to win. What I didn't know is Drew Aller is still trash. He is a bum, as Cody reported <laughs> Drew Aller is a bum. Drew Aller is a bust. Did you see the throw that he made?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He I saw his, some of this. Caleb, he
0: thought his wide receiver had Caleb Williams caliber. Yeah, he threw the he threw the ball. He jumped it deep, right? Because they they that's that not duck even he that
1: talking ball. about that duck yeah. he threw.
0: Yeah, the duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not even his mo. That's not that's not what Penn State does, right? And he threw that thing, and I said, "Oh, it's over. That's game. That's game." Because I'm looking at Lane Kiffin in his bag on the offensive plays. I'm like, yeah. oh. I'm like, that was a nice play call. Okay. You slight, bruh. It was, I was impressed with Lane Kiffin's coaching yesterday. Yeah. Because Penn State is the number one defense in the Big Ten and in the nation, right? They got the number one defense. Ole Miss had no problem. And I think in the first half, they had a problem running the ball. Yeah. But they had no problem slicing up that uh, secondary. Now, take it, Penn State did have a couple secondary people opt out. But my thing with opt-outs, right, if you recruit well and you build your program, right, the next man up should have some type of stability to get the job done, right? Yeah. But his name Harris, McHarris, I believe his name is, or Harrison, sorry, uh, that man's going to be a problem next year. Oh Miss is going to be a problem next year for sure.
1: Yeah, um, this is one of the teams that I, I see trending up. They, they they played really well. Jackson Dart throughout the season. He's had his ups and ups and downs here and there, but when he plays well, he's balling. That man threw for three touchdowns and had two receivers over a hundred yards. Of course, Trey Harris is that's a given. He usually goes does well, but what's his name? Pricks Prick, Priestcorn, Caden Priestcorn oh, yeah. he had two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, bro. The one-hand got, Where was casual On one hand, like, yeah. oh, dang. I said, oh, you showing off now.
1: But uh, they, they played better than I thought they were going to play, to be honest. Uh, the game looked closer than what it was. I feel like old Miss just had control of the game. Yeah. Not out the gate, but, like, maybe second quarters. I feel like they just had control. And I didn't see the, like, Penn State. Penn State didn't show me anything spectacular, especially on offense. Only person that showed me anything was the, the number 11 coming off the edge. That man's a menace. But other than that, Penn State, bro, I don't – I don't know. I don't know why people give them so much credit, I guess, because they play in the Big Ten. But who who are they – they haven't beat Michigan or Ohio State. They're winning all these rinky-dink games against these lower-ranked teams. And you go into this bowl, and Ole Miss just fucking just beats your ass. Like, I mean, like I said, the game looks closer than what it was because – they they did not look good out there. Only thing that looked good was again number eleven. I can't think of his name right now, but other than that, was not impressed. Was not impressed. I'm I was really impressed with the rebels. Though.
0: They didn't go into the um. They didn't go into the running game like I thought they would in the second half. Mm-hmm. They kind of like all right. We're kind of behind a little behind, so let's try to throw it. And Drew Aller was inaccurate. He's he's not a. Sit in a pocket, throw it, God, and they got pressure on him. Yeah, in the second half, they got some pressure on him. And I'll be, I'll be excited. Well, I, I am excited for next year because they're getting a whole brand new defense basically coming in mm-hmm. with transfers to secondary, all of that, right? Yeah. But the offense is staying, but they're adding more weapons to it. Mm-hmm. I'll be surprised for sure. I have Ole Miss in the playoffs next year, making the total yeah. playoff. I won't be if they play at home. Like let's say they're a, a fifth seed, right? And it's the yeah. game, the house in the first playoff game. It's a dub. I think it's a dub. i Go ahead.
1: You say they make the playoffs, but with the teams added to the Big Ten, you think they still scrape by? Because I mean, they again, they haven't beat Michigan.
0: Oh, Miss, Miss, I'm talking about old Miss. Penn oh, my State. bad,
1: my bad, my bad, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah. Paul, Paul.
0: If we talk about Penn State, listen. It's, it's time for Franklin to sit down and look in the mirror and get his retirement package ready, all right? <laughs> it's, time go, it's, it's time to go over with the 401Ks. Mm-hmm. It's time to go out with the Roth RAs. It's time to tell the wife that, hey, we might need to move, right? Yeah. If you don't make the 12-team playoff next year, if you get beat by the newcomers coming into the Big Ten, if you don't beat Michigan or Ohio State, because listen, they do care about that. You didn't beat Michigan. You didn't meet Ohio State this year, and you lost to an SEC team in the bowl. You recruited a quarterback that's below average, mm-hmm. in my eyes. Mm-hmm. You're losing your best offensive tackle. He's going to the draft. He's so good. I forgot his name. He's so good. He's huge, too. Uh, You get a new offensive coordinator, okay? I'll give you that. but. You don't. Penn State doesn't recruit weapons. They just mm-hmm. recruit. Pl- I mean, just players, right? You know, kind of like in basketball, you have a superstar, and then you have the uh, you have the players that just the position players. Yeah. Penn State doesn't recruit Marvin Harrison's or Caleb Williams or Walter Nolan on the offensive defensive line, right? They they're recruiting Drew Aller and a guy named Chopped that was his nickname in the secondary. That's it.
1: Well, you say that, but they also. Come out of Penn State was Michael Parsons, Saquon Barkley.
0: That was then. But since then, what have they had? But listen, when they have superstars, they win, right?
1: They still lost to these teams though.
0: But they were top when they were top ranked though when they when they had Saquon Barkley. They
1: were top ranked this year too.
0: Who, who do you mean top ranked? To who? Penn State? Weren't they like top ten? Why were they top ten though? That's my question. Because they play in a weak conference, bro. Who did they beat? We've
1: seen. Who did they beat? Yeah, I get all that. It's just, you know what? Flip it. Just who did they beat? The Big Ten gets way too much fucking. What's it called? Kudos to them because every Big Ten team is great. Well, no, I take that back. Three of these Big Ten teams supposed to be great every year. Two of them uh, play each other for that playoff spot. The Mm. other one, is just one.
0: It's just but plenty. at the
1: same time, no none of them play anybody throughout the season no. until they play each other. So I don't know how they get these high ranks just because it's Michigan and Ohio State and whatever. But it's getting it next year because they have more competition. But these few years, I mean, Maryland, Indiana, these basketball schools. Like I don't, I don't get it. Rutgers. I just don't get Rutgers. Like. Come on, now they haven't been good since like they had Ray Rice back in nineteen eighty five. But I, that, <laughs> I just don't get like why they get so much like they're these top teams, but they don't play anybody until they play each other. Like I feel I get it, they can be ranked top twenty five or whatever, but like top ten, top five, and stuff like that.
0: I, I don't know. My, my problem is that I don't want to say it's a problem, but you have like Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, right? Yeah. I think it's different when you think of teams like from the South and maybe from the West. Like, yeah. up north, the teams in that conference making a bowl game every year is an accomplishment, right? Yeah, and then making a New Year's Six bowl game is an accomplishment to some, right? But when you think about Penn State, at one point, is they're gonna go over that ceiling because Ohio State's been to the national championship, yeah. Michigan's been to the national championship. If I'm correct, I don't remember a time in my life watching Penn State go to the national championship. Now, I've seen them win a Big Ten conference game. They had Saquon Barkley and they played Michigan State and they won that game. I actually watched the highlights from that game yesterday. It was it was pretty crazy. But at, at what point do you say, okay, we need a rebuild to get to the next level, right? Either James Franklin with his new offense coordinator he's bringing in. We need to dive deep into our NIO bag and we need to go beat Ohio State, we need to go beat Michigan, and now you're going to have to beat these other schools coming in, UCLA, Mm -hmm. Oregon, Washington, in the recruiting battle, because they're going to start recruiting in your backyard, because they're going to have players there, right? It's got to be either you got to go back to the drawing board and be like, look, like Ole Miss went to the drawing board and be like, all right, we're going all in next year, right? Yeah, Or you got to go to the drawing board and be like, all right, if Franklin doesn't get it done next year, we scrap everything and we just start new. And in, in four or three or four years, we'll revisit and see where we're at. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, you're just always going to be the stepchild, basically, to Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not even getting the last piece of chicken. You feel me? You're getting the bones. That's just crazy. That's absolutely true. crazy. But I don't know. Franklin and Hase. For sure, Franklin's in the hot seat. All right, huge freezes in the hot seat. But before we get to the coaches in the hot seat, go now. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I said you can't base that off of just one year, though. That's crazy,
0: James. It's it's a lot of money on the line here. All right, they're the networks met and they're saying they want twenty million dollars per playoff game. Per playoff game, it's a lot of money on the line here, and coaches get paid a lot of money. And people spend a lot of money going game. They are charging four thousand dollars for a hotel in Georgia versus Alabama next year. That's crazy. Four th- that's for the holiday Inn. That's not even for the Ritz Carlton. I don't even know if they have a Ritz Carlton in Georgia. That's <laughs> for the Holiday Inn. That's a lot of money on the line here. You can't be you can't be, you know, tiptoeing around here.
1: Yeah. But, oh I found fa- I found it. It took me a while to find it. The last national championship appearance was in twenty sixteen against okay. uh, USC.
0: That's not that long ago, Penn State. What's that, seven years? Uh, about, yeah. So that's the last time they were in a they, – did they win?
1: No, they lost, but that's the last time they appeared in one.
0: Seven years? I don't think James Franklin was even coaching then.
1: Yeah, he's a coach.
0: Was he the coach? Yeah, they won 11-3. Seven-year lo- drought.
1: And lost 49-52 to USC.
0: 49-52, so that was a good game. Yeah. But a seven-year drought.
1: So that's the last time they were, like, even close to a national championship.
0: A seven year drought, though. What, how do you feel? A seven. you, you basically that's me going through high school and then coming back, and then my junior year, and I'm like, All right, what's, what's going on? That's a seven year drought.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, a, I don't, uh, and that's the, that was the point that I brought up to you yesterday in the text message. You're just like, How is how can you say Ryan Days in the hot seat and not Franklin? Because he's not. We'll get, wait, go we'll ahead, go ahead, go ahead, we'll we'll all right, go to ahead.
0: That. Let me give you the let me give you the updates. So, sorry my nose is running that you know, allergies and everything. Let me yeah. get the updates, transfer portal updates, all right? So, uh, Walter Nolan, number one defensive lineman from Texas A&M is going to the Rebels of Ole Miss. That's going to be great for them. You got Trey Moore, big time edge player for UTSA. He's staying home and going to play for the University of Texas, Longhorn for life. You feel me? Nice. I got to tell you, my girl called me out yesterday also. <laughs> Lt. Overton, another high-caliber defensive lineman from Texas A&M. He's going to go play for the prestige University of Alabama under Nick Saban. This one, I'm surprised. Trevor Etienne, superb running back from Florida, leaving the Gators and going to his rivals, the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, That is going to be crazy for them to have a good running back. Alec Murphy, former Texas second-string quarterback, is headed to Duke. He's going to be playing under – the new head coach Manny Diaz. We wish him nothing but the luck. And last but not least, one of the one of the transfers that happened this week, Jackson Damani Jackson from USC, cornerback, is going to go play for the University of Alabama. Hopefully, he learns how to tackle because he had a lot of missed tackles at USC It'd be more physical under Nick Saban. But um, that is the uh, transfer portal update that we have for you. So let's get into it because. I've been preaching this all ever since they lost. Ever since they lost Michigan. Or even they were shaky against Penn State, I think. When we're gonna 12. first we're we're gonna first talk about the game. Georgia, I mean sorry. Missouri versus Ohio State. Um, no Marvin Harrison. Okay. Um you still had some of your key wide receivers playing though. Your offensive line was there. Offensive line been shaky all year for Ohio State. But your offensive line was there. You still had a pretty good defensive line. It was an underwhelming game, for sure, for the first what three quarters. And then well, because listen, for the first three quarters it was underwhelming to me, I guess you could say. I don't know how you felt about the first three quarters of the game. Oh,
1: I was gonna say a lot four quarters until like the last maybe eight, nine minutes of the fourth
0: quarter. I was I was getting very angry that Luther Burton was getting no catches. Mm. But Ohio State has a pretty good secondary. I can understand that. When Brady Cook was throwing Drew Allen classes out there, like nobody was in there, I was like, look, I've been preaching this all season. Brady Cook is ass. I don't know why Missouri is doing this. They're trending down Wooty right? But I forgot they had Cody Schrader. Mm-hmm. I forgot they had the walk-on from a D2 school who didn't even want to play football, but came and walked on to Missouri, right? Missouri showed up for one quarter and beat the shit out of Ohio State in that one quarter. Yeah. Ohio State told Kyle McCord, an average, below average quarterback, hey, we're not going to pay you. Go ahead and get in the transfer quarter. We're going to go with our backups, right? Uh, I'm going to let you know right now, if Kyle McCord played, they probably would have made it 14, 16, 14,
1: they probably would have won. I think they, they would have won.
0: I think they would have won if they would have had an established quarterback. Because what happens? Your backup gets injured. You have to go through your third string freshman quarterback. One thing, one thing I do like about this bowl season is if a quarterback got injured or if your starting quarterback left, the fans, the media, everybody got to see what your quarterback room looks like. for the team, Yeah. Right? Texas a quarterback future, eh. Ole Miss didn't get to see it. Missouri didn't get to see it. Auburn didn't get to see it. Maryland, shaky. All right. But it's a Maryland. USC, they got a nice quarterback room. All right. Throw six touchdowns is a nice quarterback room. Boom. Who else played? I'm sorry. You had Arizona. All right. You had Arizona against Oklahoma. Sam Arnold, we're going to give him Grace. We'll give the Souvenirs Grace. Right. They played okay. And Fafita,
1: is going to be well. Ohio State has nobody. I think um, Devin Brown would have played well if he didn't get hurt. I think he, he had his a few moments that he looked okay. But once he got hurt, then, yeah, it was just – you didn't get to see everything that he could do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I can't say that they have a, a good future with him just because you barely saw anything. You just had, like, maybe – one or two bright spots, but other than that, going into your freshman, I mean, obviously, bro is not ready at all. So I don't know. And Ohio State played well; their defense kept them in the game.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, I think Michigan played well, actually. Yeah,
1: it was just a defensive struggle. It's just, I think, if Cal was there, I think they would have won and put up more points than just three. So I can't put this just Missouri outplayed them. I think it's just the defense got gassed at, at the the fourth quarter because you can only do so much on defense before you break. You know what I mean? So yeah. Ohio State didn't play well on offense, but their defense, spectacular, kept them in the game. They got to figure out what they're going to do with the quarterback situation. If Devin Brown's your uh, quarterback of the future, well, he better show something in spring ball or something because, again, you only saw one or two sp- spots before he got hurt, and then your backup – to him is yeah, he needs another year or so of watching because my guy was well, stepped into there and just could not do shit. <laughs> so uh, it was ugly game for Ohio State offense. But still good job to Missouri for hanging in there too. They they were keeping y'all out the ends zone to the fourth. So it could have been 3-0 Ohio State at the end of the game if uh Ohio State could hold off one more quarter. But again, defense can only do so much for you before they break. So and this dude, what's his name? Odie Snyder was pounding Trader. on Cody just Schrader. My fault was just going crazy for twenty nine carries. Yeah, that that's gonna wear your defense down immensely. Okay. So I'm
0: and I their can't, offensive line played finally well because in the first half, Missouri's offensive line was getting absolute. Yeah, I was looking at the TV. I was just like, "Hey, left guard, you have to block. Got that
1: make- that edge coming off right there.
0: Yeah, like yeah." Gotta make that block. The left side was the problem for Missouri. Yeah. And in the fourth quarter, I saw a little spark and they fixed it. I said, okay, you finally, you finally, I guess it took, what, four quarters for you to go in there and see what's going on, but you finally fixed it. So.
1: And that that was my thing, too, is like, how good is Missouri if they were, what's it called, if they couldn't even score this whole, yeah, I mean, they had their offense and yeah. Ohio State's just how how good are they really? I mean, yeah, they're eleven and two or whatever now, but I don't know from the Missouri I saw like in the regular season till now it's still shaky. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, it is shaky.
1: I, yeah, it's just I get it's just Brady Cook to be honest. I think if they had like a solid quarterback, I think they'd be I'd say way better. Like they're not <laughs> eleven and two, but like more effective in in the offense in this bowl game because he's been up and down all year too. So uh, I think. Their the defense is mission. solid.
0: The scheme for Brady Cook has to be better because I think he's – because they didn't – I don't think they ran him a lot this season. They didn't do a lot of RPO yeah. because I think they had a lot of weapons. They let Schrader run the ball a lot. They were trying to get the ball to Luther Burden and all that. Um, the Missouri uh, – sorry, the Missouri wide receiver crew. Mm. But when he runs and he has space, he's tough and he can, yeah. he can really get it. And I think they're going to have to look to that next season. Yeah, incorporate that a little bit more. Yeah, incorporate that a little bit more because works, right? Yeah. It works. But hear me out. You're sitting in Ohio State, the University of Ohio State, you lose to Michigan, you lose, you beat Penn State, you lose to Michigan. You don't make the college football playoffs. You as an organization make the decision. Ryan Day comes into you and says, Hey, Kama Court is not gonna cut it as an as the Ohio State quarterback, right? Because yeah. as as we said in the group chat, when you play for Ohio State as a quarterback, you play for the Ohio State. Yeah. So you let Kyle McCord go. He's asking for a little more bread, you know, because he wants to be a starter. You already been, been developing him, right? He was, what, 66% completion rate over the season? Below average, but still won games, right? Because you yeah Harrison. Julian Fleming is going to Penn State, predicted. It's crystal ball by 247. So you're losing that wide receiver. What do you, what do you say? What is, what is your basis to be like, hey, don't put me on the hot seat yet. Let me, let me have a couple more years. What is your basis for that? Because you can't beat Michigan. Penn State, yeah, you beat them, but you got newcomers coming in. You got Oregon. You got Washington. You got UCLA. If they lose to any of those teams and lose, listen, eight and four Ohio State is not good. Yeah, eight and four, anything less than ten wins is not good for Ohio State. I don't care if they still if they beat Michigan and then they beat Penn State.
1: Oh, not not, now. Now is that? Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. (laughs) let me explain. If they beat Michigan and they beat Penn State next year. It looks good on his resume, but if we go to the college football playoffs and you lose, and it's because maybe, like, say your quarterback room or something like that, that's going to come back to bite him in the ass, bro, for letting Kyle McCord go. That's going to come back to bite him in the ass. I don't see Kyle McCord was C.J. Stroud or Barrett, right? Yeah. But you don't get those guys. That was one in a lifetime. You don't get those guys just, you know, they don't yeah. come around like, like leaves in the in the fall, right? They you, those are pick of the litter. You gotta you gotta go and get those guys in the in the portal or in the recruiting, and you haven't done that. Ryan Day's on the hot seat for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, next season is his is is his defining season. If if he doesn't do well, if he beats Michigan, loses to Penn State, beats loses to Michigan, beats Penn State, goes to the college football playoff. He may be okay. Okay, He may be okay. I'm saying it's a 50-50. If he loses to, let's say, Oregon, I don't even think they play Oregon, but if he loses to one of the newcomers and loses to Michigan, wins Penn State and barely misses the college football playoffs, it doesn't make that 12-top team, buddy, it's a wrap. You can wrap it up. It is done. How
1: long has Ryan Day been
0: there? Urban Meyer left in 2000. 16? No. So he's been he's been there a while. I think Urban Meyer left in 2018. So like we say, James Franklin's had a seven year drought since he's yeah, been yeah. to the national championship. However, Ohio State went to the national championship a couple years ago. Like uh, or a couple years ago, yeah. I, I can't even like
1: vouch for for Buddy just because like it's it just you let go like your best quarterback. Just because you didn't want to pay him, and then you see what your quarterback room looks like behind this, what's it called, um, Drew or whatever. You're two and four in bowls. And against the
0: SEC, you're you're two and two and fifteen to two and sixteen now. Ohio State as a whole is two and sixteen against the SEC yeah. in the bowl games.
1: That that little M is your fucking kryptonite. What's it called? You got newcomers coming in that are ready to fucking compete in the in the Big Ten. Penn State, yeah, cool. Michigan, I don't know how good Michigan's recruiting or, or transfers have been. And I know they're losing a few people, so I think they're gonna I, lose their
0: coach too. I don't think okay.
1: so. Maybe next year is your year to beat Michigan, but at what at what point at then just because if they're losing mostly everybody and then you turn around, you may lose to what UCLA I like you said, I don't know if they're playing Oregon and Washington, but you lose to one of them. Washington. I don't know. So I don't know. Where where you go from here, you don't have anything on the offense side of the ball that can get to your playmakers on the outside. Like, there's no quarterback. There's just nothing. Your offensive, your play calling is not great. I I tried like to save my piece during the season, but I got nothing, bro. Like he's Joe, he he is just not the play
0: calling was awful. Yeah, the play calling was awful for a backup quarterback,
1: bro. I'm, like I said about these other teams, like, this is the last game of the season. You're not playing for a national championship or nothing. You're just playing a bowl game. Just open the playbook and see what happens. Like, he was – it was just – I don't know. Like, he was just – how would, like, micromanaging this quarterback, like his freshman quarterback, just because he's a freshman. It It's just a bowl game, bro. You're not playing for a national championship. Let that man just throw, like go out there and just play. And
0: see he wasn't what trying to lose a game. He, was, he wasn't trying to win a game. He wasn't trying to lose it. Yeah. That's how, how I saw it. He wasn't trying to basically – go out there and score, he was just saying, you know, let's run the clock out. My defense has been playing well. Yeah. Right? So I know they're probably going to stop, but my offense is shaky. So let me just run as much time as I can off the clock and, you know, call safe play calls.
1: If I'm the defense, I'm like, hey, man, just let them throw it. Just let them just five wide or whatever. Just let them see what happens. Because if you just run the ball or whatever and the game is close, it's it's 3-0 to the fourth quarter. Like what are we doing, bro? Like at least try, just give them a chance, you know. But I don't know. It's just these little things like that, and then they're what zero and seven, or how long? How long has it been for, since they beat Michigan? I think it's like seven or something like that. Anyways,
0: beside
1: the point, it's just, is it just? It's just shit is what it is. Just hot shit. It just he's just not doing what he needs to do at, at I Ohio told State. You, and I, yo, I told you. And I've know I've been like caping for for dude and everything, but after this bowl game, it's just man, what are we doing? Like what, what are we doing? And I know G is talking about all, all that on Twitter the other day too, and just like I can't I can't argue it anymore. Like, bro, it's just not doing what he's supposed to do at Ohio State, so it could be it could be a rap next year. And um, I don't see them. I don't see them making the playoffs.
0: I don't see. I don't see a Big Ten team making the playoffs unless it's one of the newcomers. Yeah, to be honest, same. With you. same. I don't see Michigan making it. I for sure don't see James Franklin and Penn State making it. Unless they do. Unless Drew Allen gets some magical beans. Yeah. And 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 they get some great talent in the transfer portal in the second half of transfer portal. And that,
1: that goes back to my other point. It's just like. Why do we give so much grace to these big 10 teams going coming into the season when they don't play anybody besides it was time they, they only play each other, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan? Why do we give them so much grace and everything? Like, they have these top teams, and they just beat each other, and that's it. And then we go to a bowl game like this, and you put up three points. They they have scored a touchdown for in a bowl game like for so many amount of years or whatever, and then you just put out three and break that streak. It's just, what are we doing? And Kent State too, just like what's going on over there? It just they get too much grace coming into the season and they play nobody until they play each other and then they go into a bowl game, get Molly whopped, and then we're back to next season. They're top 10 teams again. Just it doesn't make any sense. Like they're not the SEC. They lose, they're losing to the SEC. Almost every year in a bowl game, it's just—it's ridiculous to me. It—I don't ever, in my eyes, even Michigan. I think they're okay. They're undefeated, yeah, but I think they're just okay. I Me—that's mean, just my opinion.
0: But hold that point. Go ahead. So hold that point because we're gonna get to our to the final discussion of these of these games, okay? But I'm glad you came to the dark side. I'm glad you over <laughs> on, on the on the hate Ryan Day train. You feel me? It wasn't booked over here. We had plenty room for you, alright. <laughs> We got a first class seat for you. We got a meal plan and everything. Buckle up! It's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long ride, right? It may be a little bit of bumps and a little bit of you know, maybe I'm on the wrong side, but trust me, we're going to get to the finish line safe and sound. <laughs> we're going to get to the finish line safe. But we 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 got a championship. We got a national championship next Monday. That's got to be played. Yeah, we got semifinals. Coming I mean, no, up Monday. Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. tomorrow. The 1st. I'm sorry. The, yeah. Yeah, January 1st of 2024. Happy New Year's to all the fans that's going to be listening to this. The only thing I'm changing in 2024 is really going to the gym this time. Other than that, you know, your boy's going to be still doing podcasts. I still, you know, I'm still about that life and I'm chilling, you know, chilling. Before I get into the games, tell me why yesterday I was talking to my girl watching the game. She was like, you know when I met you, you were a Florida State fan? I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, when? She's like, I bought you a shirt, a Seminole shirt that says Comer on the back of it. She's like, I "And mean, then two years later... She was like, I bought you an Alabama hoodie. And she's like, now you're walking around with a Texas hat? She's like, who are you? I was like, listen, I don't need you to clock me.
1: Hey, you was caping for Texas Tech next year, too, being a Texas fan. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. First of all. No, no, I'm not. I'm an SEC fan, right? Oh, okay. Listen, if Texas Tech wins the Big 12 next year, you're going to catch me in Lubbock in all the activity. I'm not going to jail, right? Because they they don't play in Lubbock. As we – We've had some nights in Lubbock, James. Let's keep it. Let's keep
1: it. Gee, if you' hearing this, bro, this is this is one of you guys, the Texas fan over here caping for it, for the people down in Lubbock. Just like, if you listen, this, 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 let, listen to this man.
0: Left them in good hands, right? All right. He left I, I mean, we you know Utah is going to the conference in the, you know Arizona, Colorado, but you know you got a good recruiting class. You got a real nice wide receiver coming in. You lost your quarterback, but it's it's you know it's West Texas. You can always find a a West Texas quarterback, right? Go to right. go go grab one from Earth. You feel me? Sure, relax. <laughs> <laughs> grab one from Earth, Texas. You know James got connections down there. All right, but but off topic. But here we go. Michigan, Alabama. I know we talked earlier, of other episodes, and at first I was saying. Michigan might have a chance. Then I kind of switched, and I said they have no chance against Alabama. I don't know. I'm 50-50 on this. Let me me explain. Alabama has shown flaws during the season, right, that have been exploited by teams, LSU, Auburn. Georgia didn't exploit them, which was kind of crazy. But you give Nick Saban a month. You give everybody a month to prepare. But now you got Jim Harbaugh also in Michigan. You give him a month to prepare with a self-driven football team, right? The point spread is one and a half. It hasn't changed. What does Vegas know that I don't Do they think that Jalen Milrow is going to throw three picks? they think that somebody's going to get hurt during the game? I don't know. It's weird to me because 80% of the money is on Alabama right now. Mm-hmm. They're going to be playing in a Rose Bowl. A lot of crazy things happen in Rose Bowls. All right. Yeah. So, as your final pick, are you sticking with Alabama to win this game? Yeah, I'm still sticking with Alabama. Sticking I, with
1: Alabama? I I have, I'm not even worried at all. You're not worried at all. Not no. a, not a. Not Did a, you a, not just hear my spill about Michigan and the Big Ten? I'm not worried. <laughs> listen,
0: Michigan has, except when we talk about ceilings, right? Michigan has always got to that, to the ceiling, but they've never been able to break it, right? They lose to TCU last year. They lost the other championships games. Uh Tim, Jim, Tim Harbaugh is supposed to leave and go to the NFL. He's already hired an NFL agent, right? He hasn't signed the extension, con- the contract extension for Michigan. So it's looking like this is going to be his last, you know, his last rodeo. Why not just throw it all out there? Why not beat the Alabama Nick Saban, go win a national championship?
1: That's cool. That's what. All. That's, that's cool of, and all, what but. But as Alabama, at the end of the season, was playing well besides the Auburn game. They beat Georgia. That was the number one team that was supposed to go back and win another national championship. They've been playing well. And Michigan has played nobody.
0: You're right. Hear me so, out. Here's, here's my argument. Here's the only reason why I say Bama over Michigan. If you look at Bama's roster right now, there is no player on Alabama that was that was recruited that is less than – 75 in the top 75 players. So, any player on Alabama in their recruiting class was top 75. That is a team full of athletes. Okay, you go to Michigan, it's a development team, right? They develop their players, they develop the offensive line, their quarterbacks, right? So, do we say do the freak athletes win the game or do the developed athletes win the game, right? Against yes. a coach that's been there and got it done. Or a coach that's been there and hasn't been able to break through that ceiling. That's why I'm pushing for Alabama with that, with that team. Mm-hmm. I think Alabama's talent will outdo Michigan's team development. Mm-hmm. I think Nick Saban's coaching, his tenacity will outdo anything the hardball could bring to the table. I'm saying Alabama by 14. It's my final thing. Gotcha. And hear me out on this. I'm not switching. I ain't going to switch. I don't even know if I'm going to get to watch the game tomorrow because... <sighs> You know, work, bro. You know yeah. bills gotta be paid. You know, bills gotta be paid. But I got Alabama by fourteen.
1: Gotcha. So, uh I might be throwing it, but I'm gonna go Alabama by twenty one.
0: I was gonna say twenty one at first, but I gotta give I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the Michigan running game some respect. I wanted to go higher, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it twenty one. Higher? Hey, hey, I already said twenty one, we're not with it. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Now let me take this off for this next one. Oh, okay. Let take this off. I don't feel right wearing this because of Tech. I'm about to take. Washington against, Washington against Texas, all right? Um, When I first started the podcast, I told you I was SEC biased, and that's still relies right? I don't think that Texas is going to be able to stop Washington's wide receiver. Okay. However – I don't think Washington's going to have an answer for Texas either. If this is going to be a track meet, right? If this is going to be a track meet on who who has the ball ass, who can win, let it be known I'm choosing Texas, baby. Let oh it be gosh. fucking so that I'm choosing Texas. You tell Michael Penix that Tavondre Sweat came into Texas at 294 pounds, all right? 294 pounds. He is 362. That is a pure muscle of a man. I li- Listen, that was a crazy fact that I looked up this week. The man came into Texas at 295 pounds. He's 362 and he moves like a freight train. All right? They're not ready. That off- I don't care that offensive of line was number one in the nation. I don't care they won the best offensive line award. Texas is going to go into this game and they're going to dominate. Washington. Washington's going to get smacked in the mouth. Michael Penix will score. I'm going to give you that. But Penix is Penix is going to be banged up like like no other. He's going to be in for the fight of his life. He better make sure that the quarterback rib cage that they be wearing and that back flap, make sure it's tight and strapped up. All Because right? this is a whole other physical Texas team that I don't think they're going to be used to.
1: This man put that hat on like he signed a letter of intent. You but... I did. I just I signed my letter of
0: intent. You feel me? Just like
1: that. That's funny you say all that because when we the first time we talked about this, you was, you was kind of oh we're at the offensive line, this and this and that. And I told you about I was talking about Texas defensive line, but now now you don't know, came to the dark side and everything. So
0: you know holidays, comas. You know what I mean. It, it's... Stuff rattles in your mind oh, sometimes, okay. you know, long nights. You know, I work nights, so, you know, I be tripping sometimes during the day. But I'm right. I got a little break, you know what I mean? got my senses right. So, yeah, we're good. What, what Texas, is it, your pick? Texas by seven. Seven? I think it's going to be, I think it's gonna be a, a track meet, but it's going to be one of those games where fourth quarter, Texas is up by seven. Michael Penix is on the 30-yard line. He takes a 12-yard sack. They kick a field goal, they don't get it. Texas gets the ball, runs the ball out, and it's over. That's what kind of, I don't think it's gonna be like, listen, if it goes into overtime, I'm out. Don't even take my picks anymore. We get we can't do that. Because <laughs> it goes into overtime, God knows what the what the hell can happen in overtime with Michael Pendics in the ball. A doomsday is catching the ball. Let's, yeah. let's go ahead That 50-50 ball from a doomsday didn't catch. But Xavier Wade is also catching that 50-50 ball. It's cool if it goes in overtime. We might see like four overtimes. I don't even know how many you can go in the college football. Mm -hmm. might see a four overtime game. Texas need Texas knows it's going to be a track meet, but I think they're prepared to run that last leg. All right,
1: so I'm well, you said it all. I mean, I pick it Texas too, so but I think I go with I think I'll just do 14.
0: Yeah, 14. 14. That's respectable.
1: I was I wanted to do. Well, like you said, the break, everything like that. Thought about it because I was about to put thirty down. Thirty, but yeah, but I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be chill and say fourteen. is crazy. <laughs> it is what it is. But fourteen for, for
0: sure. All right. Well. Oh, also, who I'm excited to see. We really won't talk about this game, but the Tennessee quarterback Nico. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He's Joe Milton decided to opt out. Thank God, because Joe Milton is. Garbage. (laughs) Uh, He uh, opted out. So we get to finally see Nico, the uh, number one quarterback in the 2023 class. Well, sorry, 20, yeah, 2023 class. So I'm excited to see what he does and what's good for Tennessee next year. Uh, I'm ready to see this 50 ball on Liberty on Wednesday. Well, you better hope it's 50 ball because if Oregon (laughs) lose, Oregon lose, y'all ain't living that down. And then I'm gonna have to look at y'all, I'm gonna have to look at y'all sideways. Going into the Big Ten, I'm gonna be like, hey, y'all Penn State over here? You can't win the big game right. to beat everybody else?
1: All right. Nah, I, I have all the faith in them. I have all the faith in them.
0: I do, too. I think Bo Nix is going to put up like six touchdowns. That's yeah. going to be outrageous. However, if something does crazy happen, hear me out. God bless. <laughs> yeah, I'm God not going to hear that. I'm not going to hear the end of it. No, for sure not. You're not. As soon as they lose in the group chat, I'm about to go crazy with me. I'm, just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go crazy. But all right, man. I appreciate you uh linking up with me today. I know it's been tough for us to link up in holidays yeah. and Christmas, but we got a lot coming. Uh we're still gonna be giving y'all some content um going into the off season. We'll probably link back up next Sat. Oh, sorry, next Sunday to talk about the national championship game and who who that will be. And the rest it's of the bowl t- games. And the rest of the bowl games, Texas, Alabama. Is who I have going into it will be a rematch, but who knows? Who knows what might happen for sure. But that is my pick for the national championship game. Same man. I appreciate everyone coming out. Thank you for listening on the Over and Under Podcast. If you could please subscribe to our YouTube, follow us on Instagram, leave a five-star review on wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon. Uh, we would really appreciate it. If you have a question, if you want anything about the teams or just any of our opinions, go ahead and post that under the five-star review. We will get to that and answer it on the podcast. Or even yeah, or even that's... on IG, too. Yeah, IG also. Mm-hmm. If you want to, you know, on IG, we'll be posting on our story. So ask a question, send a DM. We're more than a open, and uh, we'll get to answering that. Sure. But uh, we, we appreciate you, James. Go ahead and go get some food because I am starving. Oh, I'm about to go to Lubbock. You gotta go to Lubbock. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I told you the other day
0: uh yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, your girl's birthday, right?
1: No, the let's so go. I gotta go record with my, my other friend. Buddy, oh, yeah, G- you
0: gonna record another podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Tell G, I said what's up, and tell him I need some real estate in the golf in a couple golf rounds. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but all right, man. We'll, we'll catch y'all later. This is yours truly, James and Charles from the Over Under Podcast. We, we out. out. Thank you for tuning in to the Over Under Podcast. Please give us feedback on the podcast and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram at OverUnderPod23 and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All links are in the show description section. Thank you and see you next time.